Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. On this episode, we have the Aquaman. <gasps> Aquaman, fuck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking ocean. Aquaman, fuck yeah. What you gonna do when they splash on you now? It's the stream we all share. It's the ocean of tomorrow. Oh, oh. <laughs> I could pee on it. <laughs> so here we are it has been an interesting night to say the least uh today we will be reviewing the aquaman film much like our past reviews we will give you a quick uh review rundown spoiler free of course and then after some explicit warnings and a quick rating we will get into the spoilers, go into depth about what this means for the greater comic book movie universes, although I wish this one would end <laughs> right now. It keeps happening. Please. Except for Shazam. I still want Shazam because that, obviously that's going to be good. Right? That trailer was so good. <laughs> Please don't fuck it up for me. Please. Please, Please Shazam, you're our only hope. <laughs> the only one. Literally. Please <laughs> spare us. Um, but yeah, if uh, you want to contribute to the conversation, please hit us up on Twitter at HTBVids. You can hit us up on uh, Facebook at forward slash hit the books. Uh, you can always uh, send us an email at hit the books vids, V I D S, at gmail.com. Check out our website, HTBVids.com. Uh, and always, you know, feel free to leave comments under our YouTube channel or in our uh, iTunes reviews or whatever you feel like interacting with. You can oh, always yeah. find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube for now, um, but we're always looking to expand in the future. And if you like what you hear, uh, consider going on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash hit the books and helping us out a little. Uh, any amount is welcome. And there are some tiers and some rewards that you can look forward to. Uh, Will Beasley being one of them. Yep. So expect that in the future. <laughs> Finally. It's on the way. <laughs> we keep saying it, but it is. Yep. <laughs> We're just waiting for the volume so we can send it to you because it's awesome. Uh, Maestros, check it out. Maestros. Oh, yeah. So without further ado, let's get into it. Aquaman. Emery, what did you think? It was fun. Was it? It was dumb. It was real dumb. <laughs> it did exactly what it set out to do. Did it? Yep. Which is to set itself apart from every other DC movie that has come out in its related universe. I guess if you mean by completely copying a Marvel movie, but doing it <laughs> way worse. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, look, man, they're trying. They're trying They're trying real too hard. hard. <laughs> too hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. Just quit overthinking things. Drop it. Just drop it. Leave it alone. <laughs> Actually hire writers instead of having your director and Jeff Johns write everything. <sighs> and some fucking TV producer, William Biel. <sighs> you suck. God, ah, oh, so cringeworthy. All right, you know what the goal of this movie was—to piss me off and make me wrong about a trailer again. 
I mean, apart from that. <laughs> Suicide uh, Squad, I'm looking at you. Here's the thing. Shazam, don't fuck me. Please don't. Um, this is this is what they wanted this movie to do. Uh, every single DC movie before it has been either super dark, super gritty, or it's Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Which had a fair amount of dumb in it as well, but... Third act, I'm looking at you. (sighs) Really good first and second act. Pretty dumb third (sighs) act. Yeah. So close. And this is is the movie where they're trying to say, you know what? All of this uh, gritty, dark, (laughs) Martha, and all the darkness. Uh, we're, we're trying to step away from that, and we want to do something bright, something colorful, something fun. We didn't say it was smart. <laughs> <laughs> and it surely wasn't. Hell no. It was not smart. Oh. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I went into this movie with rock bottom expectations, because that's what I have to do now when I go see any kind of WB, specifically DC product. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder, although he's credited as an executive producer, is clearly really not involved in this movie. Um, yeah. Obviously, I, due I, to the fallout from uh, his relationship with DC and his you know family issues, which happened, I think, last year. Yeah. Um, the, the, his the, fingerprint was not felt in this movie. Yeah. I, I think it was more credit in name only just because he has been pretty much the guiding force up to this point. Right. Uh, for the majority of the current DC universe world. Um, People have called it the Snyderverse for a reason. And um, it's... I was hoping it would be a step forward and that maybe we could kind of wash our hands of the old, you know, Snyderverse and kind of walk forward into something new. Because clearly WB just won't let this fucking universe die (laughs) and just restart, you know. Uh, How long was the Nolanverse relevant? Like the first movie came out in 2005. Five. So 2005 to 2012. Yeah, that's seven so, years. Seven years. So this universe, which is really forced, I think Man of Steel came out in 14, 13? 2013. 2013. So, you they, know. They didn't even wait more than a year after the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So, I mean, we're five <laughs> years into it, and it really, we don't need more. <laughs> we really don't. You know, we didn't need more of the Schumacher universe. We really don't. <laughs> Can we move on, please? <laughs> um, if that doesn't give you an indication to how we feel about the movie, you know, <laughs> stick around, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Now, that being said, I didn't just hate this movie. I hate that it's perpetuating this universe that I don't <laughs> like. I don't like how WB has handled these things. I don't like that they don't hire actual writers to write their scripts because it's it shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. They clearly spend every dollar on stupid, unnecessary CGI effects for animating stuff like a regular boat <laughs> for no reason. You couldn't just rent a fucking boat and film a, a scene on a boat. You had to CG an entire boat 
That that sounds like a cocaine decision. It wasn't even a big boat. It was like a little tugboat. <laughs> and they used the same CG sunset for like four different scenes oh. trying to make it emotional. But it was just like literally everything in the scene is just copy and pasted <laughs> with just a slightly different conversation involved. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, this, yeah, I have so many feelings about the... The scenes where they tried to make it emotional because yeah. of sunset. Yeah, and this this movie was directed by James Wan. Yes, and he, I'm sorry, dude, but you did a terrible job. There are just shots in this movie where I'm like, oh, that's so awkward. Why would you? They reminded me. I almost thought it was the same director as the first Thor movie when we were talking <laughs> about it. Because if you watch the first Thor movie over again. <coughs> you see that there's all of these weird, really unnecessary, like diagonal camera shots and like weird, awkward close-ups that are completely unnecessary. This movie does the same thing. Yeah. Where there's scenes where it's just like canted sideways for no reason. Like it's not adding anything. In fact, it's taking away. It's making me pull back and go like, what? what's going on with the camera? It's not even like shaky camera, which is a common problem. It's just an odd angle. It's just a stupid angle. Just really, really like striking unnatural. And it's not giving like the effect I think he was generating. I mean, he's known for being a a horror director. Yeah. So those angles probably work for like horror movies, but they don't work for like big CG action, stupid films. Right. You know, and this seems, if anything is like, could you straighten the camera so I can see what the fuck is going on? Because I'm really confused right now, and there's just a lot of stupid shit happening, and I can't make heads or tails of this. <laughs> yeah, I think the one of the things that I got from the angles was that uh, I- imagine you're reading a comic book that's drawn by someone who's really fucking pretentious. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, I bet you've never seen this kind of thing from this angle before. Yeah, it was, it, and the, another problem is that he's one of the writers. There's three writers credited for this movie. One's a producer. One is Jeff Johns, who has his hand in every little thing and yeah. probably was just there to verify everything. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a storyline. All right, go ahead. You know, that sort of thing. And then James Wan, who's the director. You know, I get if, like, the director's like, ooh, that, that, that scene isn't reading right. I'm going to alter it a little bit. To actually be a key writer, the first credited writer on the script, yeah, he's not a writer; he's a director, <laughs> and that's what he should be doing. Yeah, the, it, like he's made most of his career on being a director for horror movies. Yeah, so I just I feel like he's not the right director for this movie or this universe. You know, unless they were doing like a horror-based thing, like maybe Swamp Thing. Which they're trying to get him in, but I don't know if they should continue if it's in the same universe. Maybe Constantine or something like that, but not for Aquaman, okay? (laughs) There was a scene where you could clearly tell that this was like his moment to have like the kind of thing that he's used to, horror, show up in a movie that really doesn't have or shouldn't have any element of horror to it, given the what he's working with. Well, maybe not for the storyline they were trying to generate. And just yeah. Come, uh, it's like out of nowhere, a horror moment. Yeah. This movie, without going into the spoilers yet, this movie has so many scenes in it where they're just shoving way too much into the movie, trying to fit every popular Aquaman storyline from the past like decade into yeah. this movie. 
just like they did with Batman versus Superman, where they're just shoving every little stupid thing instead of making a focused movie. They're just throwing every storyline into the movie. You know, this movie had a lot of potential to be great. Not even just good, great. Yeah. But this is the the same thing that happened with Batman versus Superman or Batman v Superman, if you want to make it sound like a legal case, uh, which <laughs> it should. Uh, the people v Batman v Superman. <laughs> um, <clears throat> In a court of law, this <laughs> is their story. Yeah, I want to see that battle uh, because the people would win. <laughs> Uh, th- if they didn't, they would fucking riot. Yeah, you, you goddamn right they would. <laughs> oh. uh, the thing with this is that this is symptomatic of uh, a story that was written for the sake of not necessarily making it feel like this was their one and only shot to do everything that they could with this character. Yeah. But that's exactly what it looks like. Is like oh you, you like this is the thing that he's always known for doing or yeah. this is the person who's always known for interacting and with him again without like, this with, and that and this and that and this and that exactly. and this and that yeah I mean it, again without spoilers they were just shoving storylines and big characters that did not matter to this movie at all and they were just they just kept forcing these people into the movies they kept forcing really awkward dialogue for scenes that didn't need to be in there. I mean, they could have easily cut out about a third of this movie and still had a very coherent, enjoyable storyline if they had just focused on it and spent the time to develop it. But it seemed like every time there was a good scene, it would be good for a few seconds, and then they would just end it. They would do something (laughs) stupid, end it real quick, and then have this really awkward transition, both with the camera work and with the the actual writing, and just jump into the next scene. And I'll be like, why aren't you spending any time developing that? Why are you forcing right. all of this other crap in there that doesn't need to be there at all? You right. Know? I, I would say that there is, much like Batman v Superman, there is at least six movies worth of material that they have here. Yeah, genuinely. That they just crammed all into one fucking yeah. stupid story. I mean, like they have like every big storyline from Aquaman, you know, at least recently. They have, like, the throne of Atlantis in there. They have the trench in there. They have, you know, uh, the whole historical backstory uh, with the whole trying to find Atlan and, you know. Yeah. Every major Aquaman storyline that you can generally get some, you know, really good hours reading comic books with and just, like, shoving them all into one, what, two-hour movie? Yeah. It's the run time for this. The origin story itself with, uh, you know, like his parents and how yeah. that whole thing went down. Like instead of just that, sitting there and actually developing his relationship with his dad, they just shove it all in the front and force their way through it and then kind of forget about it for a while while they shove all this other stuff in there and then they come back and they're like, oh, yeah, remember this? <laughs> Last time on Member This, <laughs> maybe Member This. Kinda? Vaguely? Remember this? Oh, that didn't happen. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that didn't even happen. It was like, if you expect me to believe that they did, or they 
followed through with this bullshit off screen. Yeah. Fuck you. Show, don't tell, you motherfucker. Come on. I paid money to watch this. So I I think we should probably go ahead and jump into the spoilers and talk about the cast and crew. Oh, yeah. The specific aspects of those storylines we're addressing there. Oh, Um, yeah. So what's your rating between thumbs up, meh, thumbs down? What do you give it? I am going to give this a meh. Holy shit. That movie is two and a half hours. We sat there for two and a half hours. We did. That's as long <laughs> as Batman v Superman was. That's apparently as long as Venom. God, how how is this happening? Just ugh. I get it. You're trying to give us our money's worth, given the price of a fucking movie ticket these days. But yeah. at least make that. Two and a half hours fucking worth it. Two hours and 22 minutes. That is absurd. <laughs> it did not need to be that long. <laughs> uh, I can't believe we watched that for two and a half hours. Yeah, wow. So, I'm sorry. I was just flabbergasted by the uh, time. What, uh, what was oh, your verdict? yeah. <laughs> I was flabbergasted too. Good God. Two and a half hours of meh. Wow. Uh, I, I'm giving it a... I'm mad because I don't think it was so bad that it deserved a thumbs down because at the very least, the third act wasn't like a complete ass pull like Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, but I'm not giving it a thumbs up because... Uh, so what's yeah. your rating between all of the current DCU movies? Uh, we have, just a re- refresh, we have Man of Steel, we have Wonder Woman, we have BBS, Suicide Squad... Aquaman. Did I miss any? Justice League? Justice League. Is that yeah. all of them? Yeah, that, I think that's all of them. Um, now, this is going to be a little controversial. Uh-oh. I'm actually placing Aquaman as the number one movie that they've got. Really? Yeah. Well, I did not like it that much. <laughs> I, I had oh. way more fun with Wonder Woman and even Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason why I say that uh, this movie is uh, number one is because at the very least in its tone... And it's trying to, at at the very least, Marvel be, fanboys. It, over like, here. Oh, it was a dark, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with dark. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with dark. I I actually am a huge. It's dark. Punisher under the fan. Sea. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's never dark under the sea because uh, spoilers. Uh, Cat eyes. Aquaman can see underwater, which means he can see in the dark, which means that (laughs) Batman can never sneak up on him, but he still will be able to sneak up on him because he's Batman. (laughs) But he won't because he's he's fat man. He's fat man. (laughs) Okay. The current Batman can't sneak up on him. (laughs) I am the knight. You are the breathing. <laughs> you are the breathing, breathing very heavily in your suit, I am sir. The enlarged heart. <laughs> it is, sir, do you, do you need to open up that suit a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Alfred, cut me out. <laughs> Alfred, I need cut out of the suit. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh my god! Um, Should have been like Bob here. <laughs> Bob's super thin. 
Oh yeah, trim you, tone. You, you got to be a thin guy to get into one of those. Yeah, yeah. This, like, just Cover you in Vagisil. <laughs> 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 Prevent those yeast infections. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, e- yep. Yep. Don't do that. Um, the reason why I place this at the top of the list is because while Wonder Woman was entertaining. It's third act cu- bumps it down to like number two for me. Wow, it, uh, the, the third act is dumb, <laughs> but at least it's fun to watch. Uh, and it, it does have a heartwarming moment with uh, uh, Steve Trevor. Uh, yep, Steve thing? Trevor, yeah. uh, played by Chris Pine, because you know God. we all we all love Chris Pine. God, he's great. Yep, he's, he's so good. He, he's so good. So dead. He, he's so good that we. <laughs> We killed him because this is the DC universe, and that's what we do to good characters. <laughs> we say, fuck you. We don't need you anymore. You're making this movie too good. You're making this movie too good. Uh, but we also realize that you're way too good, so we're still bringing you back for the next one? Time shenanigans. Stop. <laughs> That's right. Wonder Woman 84 is happening. It better be some like Greek illusion or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hades must have freed him from hell or something or pulled him out of Elysium because that's where good people go, right? Yeah, no, we, the, the, nothing matters. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, he's just alive. He's just alive. He's Captain America now. We're he- going to freeze him. <laughs> We're literally <laughs> going to copy Captain America. Just like We just copied a certain Marvel movie for this movie. Right. We'll We'd- get into the spoilers. Then. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to say Aquaman. Yep. Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh, Man of Steel. Yep. BVS. Yep. Beavis. Yep, Beavis. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Wow. What about Justice League? Oh, I'm sorry. Suicide uh, th- Squad, Justice League. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> you think it's that bad? Uh, when Suicide Squad is like the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, Possibly ever. Uh, okay. When you put... A movie like that and have it come out before the movie that, one, was supposed to mean way more than The Avengers, but two, also has Bruce very conveniently just like Superman all of a sudden. (laughs) And also, we're going to have um, an Aquaman just kind of show up whenever the fuck he wants. And then we're also... Yep, my man. <laughs> and then we're also going to have the one character that actually belonged in this story, Cyborg, look like a CGI mess. Booyah. With a flaccid booyah. Only to have... The greatest ha- crime the, the, <laughs> of that, this universe. Uh, the, the flaccid cyborg booyah. Oh, yeah. that's That happens booyah. hilariously before they actually show him transforming himself into a cyborg that actually would have looked cool (laughs) which means that you're literally telling me that you could have made him look like that the entire time but you you actively chose not to chose not to fuck you dc probably spent a lot more money on the budget oh yeah easily that's the biggest crime i think out of this entire universe they just keep wasting money yes no reason yeah no reason they're making the movies worse by spending the extra money on the stupid effects oh yeah 
Like, a lot worse. It, it's <laughs> so dumb. It's really noticeable, and it's really bad. Right. But here's the thing that really chapped my fucking ass about <laughs> the Justice League. The fucking Flash. Flash is horrible. <laughs> Ezra Miller, right? Yes. Ezra- Holy fuck, that dude sucks. <laughs> God, I could. The, like, uh, I, I, all right, this isn't a Justice League review. We gotta, it, it's not. We got to be careful. It's not this. I, I, we're you expo- can watch that, by the way, on YouTube, on Stitcher, iTunes. Yep. It's all on there. Yep, you can totally watch it. But uh, yeah, we rail it, on that movie for like three hours. Oh, yeah, we did. Like, th- this is the reason I think Ezra Miller as The Flash is the one and only reason why I think that movie is worse than Suicide Squad. When you're Flash, the guy who's supposed to be good at running runs like a fucking idiot. And then on top of that, talks like he's Sheldon from fucking Big Bang Theory. (laughs) It kind of looks like him. And kind of looks like it. What the fuck flash is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ezra Miller. Uh, I'm sure you're a great actor. I- I'm sure. I would you, love to see you in other roles. Y- you're, Not this one. Y- you were, I'm Not sure, great in a great many other things. This was not one of them. No, thank you. <laughs> How... Kindly decline the next movie, sir. How... Please. Dare you. I beg you. It's like it, we we have a Flash on the CW, and your one job as the movie Flash was to look more dynamic and cool instead, than the TV one. Instead, you look like a dork wearing Tupperware. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, they should have just got Grant Gustafson. Gustafson? Gustafson? Gustin. Gustin? 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 Gustin makes me feel good. Gustin. Uh, uh, Grant Gustin would have blown that role out of the fucking water, probably because he'd already been doing it for three fucking years. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Yeah. Ezra Miller, not so much. Ezra Miller Sorry, dude. had a very particular take on this character. It's just that this character take that he had was... What if Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory was fast? Yeah. <laughs> and again, this isn't a Justice League review, but there's a scene in that movie that I actually really liked. But Ezra Miller just like almost ruined it for me with his dumb. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in that movie where they're fighting the reborn Superman in the middle of the square. Yep. And Flash is running full speed around him to try to like get behind him and flank yep. him a little bit. And Superman just like suddenly starts following him, <laughs> you know, kind of slow, but that, not. That that was a yeah. really good scene. And I was like, I got goosebumps when I saw that scene. I was like, damn. It's just like he just put oh, the fear of God like, into this fucking kid. Like no. Yeah. But then Ezra Miller had just just dumb face. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't fear. It wasn't intimidation. It was just duh. That's <laughs> like duh. It's like. I'm like uh uh-uh. uh, it's like come on, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, it was how how it was mm. pretty bad. Okay, yep, I, yep. I can I can sympathize with your point of view, but I think you're clearly wrong. Suicide <laughs> Suicide Squad is way worse. <laughs> it's way worse. There's way less redeemable 
<laughs> features to Suicide Squad, oh. uh, specifically Captain Boomerang, because he's awesome. <laughs> he is the only awesome thing in that movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I see your perspective. I, I do have, there were gro- genuinely good moments in this film. There's a lot of great actors and actresses in this movie. Yeah. That I think had a pretty good performance, even with the crapshoot of a script and the rushed pacing that they were given. Uh, specifically, Willem Dafoe. I think he did. Oh, a, I think he yeah. did an outstanding job, actually, uh, with what he was given, which wasn't it, much. Yeah. Um, and he he always he always at least turns in good work. Yeah. So I was I was really impressed by Willem Dafoe just by how professional he was with this role and how well he represented it. Where I think some of the other actors and actresses mm, kind of phoned in a few scenes. Uh, yeah, and I think they knew the movie was bad. You can kind of tell. Yeah, <laughs> so they're just kind of phoning it in for the paycheck because they know <laughs> that it's not going to work out very well. Um, Sounds about right. <laughs> but that being said. You know, I'm so close to meh, but I think I have to give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down. I have to give it a thumbs down. Uh, I mean, you're right on the edge of meh, right there for me. <laughs> but there's just so, so close. Specifically, if it was just like the first 20 minutes of this film, I would have gave it a thumbs up because there's a lot of great stuff in that first, those first few scenes. Um, Black Mana not being one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there, there's a lot of really good setup. Yeah. But then they just kind of shit the bed with the rest of it. And it's just, it, I have to give it a thumbs down. Um, they weren't even original in their execution. Like, yeah. We'll get into that in spoilers. But yeah, there's we some will. very specific <laughs> scenes where it's pulled straight out of another movie. And they even <laughs> use the same type of soundtrack, just worse. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, bad. So, it uh, hurts. Yeah, I was very disappointed. I have to give it a thumbs down. In my rankings, as of right now, you know, maybe I need to rewatch some of these films, but I'd say Wonder Woman is still clearly number one, without a doubt for me, um, just because the first two acts are so good. And the third act, even though it's a little dumb at the very end, there's a lot of good in that third act, specifically with Chris Pine. <clears throat> um Number two, that's where things get a little dicey. I think I gotta go Man of Steel, even with the penis starships and the <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> and the just really way too CG ending of that movie, uh, oh. and the just wanton murdering of an entire city of people while they fight. And yeah, I just oh, you mean that missing episode of Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I still give that number two. I think. Number three, I'd give it to, let's see here, what I got left, BBS, Suicide Squad, and Aquaman. I'd probably give it to Justice League, just because it had a few moments in it where I was like, wow, that was cool. Uh, after that, specifically the one I described, oh, that, that was yeah. a big one. Yeah. Um, then next, I'd probably, oh, man, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, clearly Suicide Squad's dead last. Like, there's, there's like BBS and Aquaman, that, which are pretty like not great, and in the realm of almost terrible. And then there's just 
shit bottom of the barrel <laughs> you know not even in the barrel anymore just underneath the barrel like molding someone that suicide squad someone cut the barrel open at the bottom and it just even though fell the trailer out. was fucking hype hype as shit <laughs> i love the trailer they really good at trailers uh, i guess i gotta give it to aquaman because i think there were some good performances i think there were a lot of great things they did with it but just didn't execute very well so I guess BBS is after Aquaman, but just barely. I mean, yeah. the Batman scenes specifically and BBS were pretty good, uh, specifically when he's saving uh, Martha, <laughs> but not his Martha. Oh, you mean the uh, <laughs> that uh, fight from Batman Arkham that I never got to play? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that one. So that was pretty <laughs> cool, uh, even though I'm pretty sure he murdered pretty much everyone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think DC Pretty sure he murdered a lot of people. I think DC is slowly becoming more accepting of the concept of Batman murdering people, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. It's core to his character. You're fucking it up. Yeah. I, mean, I get like the old, 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 like first Batman, 1940s Batman, like had a gun. <laughs> but I don't think he actually killed anyone. I think he would just shoot him <laughs> occasionally. Well, that's back when that was uh they they I mean In the Bat, tra- Dick Bat- Tracy days. <laughs> yeah, Batman was kind of a weird rip of the shadow for a little while yeah. at first. Um and then yeah, clearly bottom of the list suicide squad. So sorry, Aquaman. I love Jason Momoa. He should have been Lobo. He shouldn't be Aquaman. He's he's fine as Aquaman. He should be Lobo. Even Jason Momoa thought he was going to be Lobo. Yeah. They shouldn't <laughs> have based him in Massachusetts. Right. Neither that, he nor his father have Massachusetts accents, nor do I think yeah, <laughs> should they. <laughs> yeah, that was a that that was a weird point off. It's like how I mean, you can have a lighthouse literally anywhere. Yeah. That's on the ocean. Like Hawaii? You could have a Which fucking lighthouse in Lake Erie. I don't care. <laughs> There's lighthouses there. That works. Yeah. Done. Yeah. She f- <laughs> fled to fresh water. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Problem solved. But yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> Put it on a fucking There was nothing lake. Massachusetts-like about anybody in, in the movie, uh, in, including uh, a, a specific biker gang scene that I'll talk about later. Yeah, uh, I, I was kind of hoping that since they put it in Massachusetts, that there would be at least one moment that someone tried to sound like they were from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> but no, no attempt at the uh, Boston or uh, thereabouts accent at all, yeah. which is, a, in my eyes, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> so <laughs> That could have, like, we could have had a Boston fucking Aquaman. And that would have been so much fun to watch. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I just felt like it was just bad placement for the character. I didn't think it made, I get it that it's a comic book based thing, but it just didn't make sense for the performance or the movie. It really in any, didn't. In any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. All right. So there you have it, folks. Emery gives it a meh. Ranks at number one, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I rank it like number four. <laughs> like three from the bottom. That's what I care about. Uh, yeah. It's, and uh, I give it a thumbs down. You know, close to meh, but definitely a thumbs down for me. Yeah. And in our spoiler review, which is coming up, we're going to go into all of the points. Yeah. Which there are many because this movie is two and a half hours long and fits six or seven comic storylines into it 
easily. <laughs> Including storylines that aren't even in their universe. <laughs> right. <laughs> that are pulled straight from other universes. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So here's your warning. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Flashing it on the screen. Telling you not to look. Turn it off if you don't want anything spoiled. Really, I don't think it matters if anything's spoiled because you probably know what's going to happen in this movie. If you're familiar with Aquaman at all. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> all right, here we go. Okay, so there, in my opinion, there's a lot of problems with this movie. The biggest one is that they're just straight lifting scenes out of other movies, specifically Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I'd say like 90% <laughs> of this movie is lifted directly out of Thor Ragnarok. And not, yeah. <laughs> if that was the biggest crime, I'd be like, okay, whatever. At least it's enjoyable. You know, like, I didn't like Thor Ragnarok because I thought it was way too dumb and it made a kind of interesting character into just like a joke. Yeah. Uh, an entertaining and fun to ride joke, but still just a joke and right. didn't really add anything and probably took something away from the Thor character uh, that I don't think he got back until Infinity War. Um, Even then, I think he barely has any of it back. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks because I thought the movie Thor is pretty pretty interesting to me. Yeah, um, there's but, a lot that could have been done with that. Um, and you know, I I would have gave it a meh. I think I gave it a meh. I don't remember. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I I'm pretty sure I gave it a thumbs down. Yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was pretty sour on it initially. I think I warmed up to it just as an entertaining film, not as a good film <laughs> uh, but aquaman yeah. is kind of in that same predicament with me but worse because it does Ooh. what it steals directly from thor ragnarok but just doesn't execute it well right like kind of fucks up what they're stealing from aqua or uh thor ragnarok i mean right. they even the music they literally took thor ragnarok's idea of using Led Zeppelin with the song Immigrant Song, which is awesome and was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. And now a running joke every time he does something awesome in any movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just start singing the song. He's like, throwing scene. Like, we were doing that the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put that in the movie. Um, But with Aquaman, they got. Greta Van Fleet, which is basically a basically a Led Zeppelin rip, a Led Zeppelin rip that's kind of shittier. <laughs> like Led Zeppelin's great, Greta Van Fleet not bad, but definitely not Led Zeppelin. Definitely not. And that's the perfect example of this movie. Like, oh, it's Thor Ragnarok, but kind of a shitty version of it. <laughs> you know, Thor uh, Ragnarok and... is to Led Zeppelin what Aquaman is to Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, so they're they're playing Greta Van Fleet in similar situations and context right around the same scenes as they use Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song for Thor Ragnarok. They steal the idea of using, you know, actual music and having genuine production uh, uh, produce songs for the movie in addition to orchestral stuff, just like Thor Ragnarok did. I think right. maybe Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the first one to do it. Oh, in these, yeah. In the whole superhero genre. Uh, um, I mean, at least for the current universes. Well, it, as far as doing it like throughout the movie, because um, I re distinctly remember the very first Iron Man movie 
is like the the thing yeah, that blew everyone's that mind was the like the ACDC they, songs in it. Yeah. Well, oh, the second one had ACDC songs and Black Sabbath. Yeah, the yeah. first one they literally closed on "I Am Iron Man" yeah. by Black Sabbath, but it wasn't which through was, the whole. Movie. It wasn't through the whole movie. It was yeah. just the end. It was like, oh yeah, this is what we're gonna end on. It's like, <gasps> that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> And then they but, uh, slowly got more comfortable with putting in just paying like paying the money for the pay, rights, yeah. paying the money for the rights because they knew it would work. Yeah. And then they went fucking balls deep with it <laughs> and fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. And yeah. it's like, oh, my God, we could just do that. Yeah. Oh, t- all right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like fuck fuck yeah, let's fucking do we it. Have to pay these composers to make this whole entire orchestra thing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, let's just fucking cut let's all see, the sweet music in it. This is where DC fucks up yet again. <laughs> they have this whole soundtrack for the movie. And instead of having like good recognizable songs, what they do is they take good recognizable songs and have shitty artists remake them for the movie oh. i think the most egregious one was an appearance against spoilers by pitbull oh. <laughs> where he's singing a toto song it hurts <laughs> and i was like why are we listening to mr worldwide <laughs> sing a toto song it's uh, like i blessed rains down in africa yep. guess where they went for that song <laughs> I fucking wonder. So there was just <laughs> the production alone was just so <sighs> bad. There was there's CG that didn't need to be there. I talked about the boat already. Like that mm-hmm. one was the most glaring because I was just like, this is the fourth time we've seen the same sunset on the same CGI ocean with the <laughs> same CGI tugboat. Like, <laughs> and it's CGI. Why? Like you couldn't af- fucking afford a tugboat. Yes, it's not that much money compared to a fucking a CGI crew having to sit there and animate all this shit. You probably spent a million dollars on that scene just on CGI budget alone. We you had c- to make the waves look right. You couldn't rent like- a fucking boat and just have it float. <laughs> like it's not that hard. You didn't even have to have it float. You could have everything else CGI just like you were doing. Just have a fucking boat on set. Right. Why is that so hard? And I mean, right now, our climate is such that I'm sure you could find some sick fucking waves for that fucking tugboat to go out on. Just stupid, man. Just dumb. <sighs> Just terrible production decisions and the bad camera angles, the, the awkward scenes where they're zooming in. There's a scene towards the beginning of the movie where Aquaman is beating up all these mercenaries uh, from Black Mana's group. <laughs> and he oh walks, yeah, he walks Fucking through this Black Manta. Yeah, who oh. was the worst part of this movie by far? Oh. But he walks this little steam cloud thing dramatically, and it slows down, but not like a cool slowdown where like he's punching something. No, just like a really awkward slowdown where he's already kind of walked through it, so <laughs> nothing's being revealed. It's just like he's he, trying his to make face, him like, trying to make him second. look cool. But th- they just timed it really poorly, and it looks really <laughs> awkward, and it pulls you out of the movie. You're like, "What is? Why? Why did you do that? It just fucked up the pacing of the entire scene." Um, it, here's the thing with that, and I think that's uh, pretty indicative of what most of this movie is. This is a movie that tried to look really fucking rad. This is a movie that tr- and at tried times it kind of succeeded. Like yeah, towards the end they have the big reveal where he stole his fucking dead ancestors' clothes <laughs> off his fucking bones, <laughs> and, and somehow he fit in them <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, 
and walks out in the full, you know, classic, you know, green scaled gloves and scaled armor and all that stuff, which I thought was rad. I thought it was a cool looking scene. Yeah. A dumb scene. Oh yeah, it was it was didn't make any sense. Dumber than a sack Don't of know hammers. Why you had to steal the fucking poor man's clothes. <laughs> Don't think it benefited you at all. Right. But it looked cool. It it looked cool and we finally got our Aquaman to look like Aquaman. Yeah. So Sort of, like, short of, you know, riding a fucking seahorse. And not just a wet guy in khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and a, ne- a boa scarf. <laughs> never, go in, never go into the pool wearing jeans. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, chafing much. Ooh. But yeah, there's just, there's story beats that were totally inconsistent. Like, the first fight with the assassins and Black Mana... Like they're trying, they literally show him shoving his big sword thing into his diaphragm, doing nothing, <laughs> not even like scratching him a little bit. And then later in the movie, he's just using the bluntest of old blunt knives to fucking pierce his arm and like <laughs> using because the, that works now. Yeah, using the same fucking swords he was using earlier with no additions <laughs> and just like stabbing him several times. I'm like. Oh, now you can fucking stab this guy? Like, <laughs> earlier you couldn't do shit to him. You couldn't shoot him. You couldn't stab him. You couldn't do anything. You could kind of blow him up, but even that didn't burn him. Right. <laughs> now you got this fucking laser thing, and you can burn him. Because like, it's all Atlantean tech. Oh, it's like <laughs> We have Atlantean steel now. Thought, it, thought, it'll cut him. I, I it promise it'll it, cut him. Yeah, I thought it was funny that they went full in on the saucer head <laughs> and tried to explain it by saying that there, he had to have a big helmet or else he couldn't hold the laser beam in his head. <laughs> like, well, if that's the case, maybe don't put it in your fucking helmet. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you have to be Cyclops? I don't think so. It doesn't make sense in this context. Or you can just make it so you don't have to have a big fucking saucer head that I'm pretty sure isn't going to be aerodynamic in the water. But we got to make him look like Black Manta. No, you don't. <laughs> if you want to give him laser eyes, give him laser eyes in the helmet. It doesn't have to be a big comical saucer head that only works when you're animating things. And quite frankly, it doesn't even work then. <laughs> like Black Manta is not a cool looking character. He kind of sucks. Right. <laughs> Among all the villains, and especially Aquaman's, he's probably one of the lamest ones. And he's probably the lowest tier of threat to Aquaman himself. Most of the time. Usually the way he beats Aquaman is by killing innocent people. Right. He doesn't usually win in a fist fight ever. Yet this whole movie focuses on him wanting to fist fight Aquaman. <laughs> um, the sound design. That's another thing. Not oh, only is the soundtrack yeah. awful, you know, not there's some good songs in there, but they just time it really poorly. Yeah. And again, just lesser versions of songs they used in <laughs> other properties that they're ripping off at the time. God damn it. Um, and like shamelessly ripping off. Yeah. Uh, the sound design is real dumb. Uh, you know, for anybody who's been watching the show or knows me personally, you know, I was in the military. I was an infantryman. I'm pretty familiar with how guns fucking work, how a rifle fucking works, how they sound. Oh, yeah. And you got to think there's probably plenty of people, especially in the United States, that know what a fucking gun sounds like. <laughs> and it does not sound like a fucking laser going. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> no, it's not how a fucking rifle sounds. Why do you keep using those sound effects? 
I feel the same way about the Injustice games. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> while they nail certain sound effects, particularly like the fun punching sounds that are like over the top, but they have some sounds that are just obnoxious and like <laughs> just don't sound right. Like their little like computer sounds just <laughs> like it's just obnoxious and annoying. And I'm like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> but we have to make it make it sound. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't know that something's happening, and right? I th- yeah, I think it's a problem across WB Studios in general. Just like their CG. No matter what movie you're watching with WB, their CG's awful. It's always awful. Yeah. Which is stupid because their video games look great. <laughs> like so all of the time. Why don't their movies look just as great CG-wise? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Especially when they spend so much money and time on Ooh. CG animation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just the sound design was really off in a lot of scenes. Like they they clearly don't know how 40 mic mics work <laughs> when he shoots the grenade launcher at Aquaman from like three feet away. Oh, yeah. Sorry, those things don't get armed until they've rotated a certain number of times. And they're usually like, pretty far away by the time they've rotated that much. They do that on purpose so you don't <laughs> blow yourself the fuck up, which they, he clearly would have done inside a submarine. Oh, like yeah. Four feet away from Aquaman. Oh, yeah. It's, fu- <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. And I get it. With movies, you usually got to suspend your disbelief a little bit because these people are, you know, Hollywood yuppies who have no idea what the fuck any of this is like. I get it. But you couldn't ask somebody. You, you didn't have any kind of like reference that you could ask. We have to like, dress it up. We hey, have to make ha- it sound more dynamic. Like, does this sound right? Is, is this this what it would be like if we did this? I mean, like, there should be somebody you can go to. Tom King works for DC. He <laughs> he worked for the CIA. I'm sure he's heard a gun or two. I'm sure he knows <laughs> what how a forty mic mic works. <laughs> ask him. He's right there. <laughs> he's, he's right next door just ask the guy it's not that hard <laughs> uh, like hey I, I, is this how this would work do i need to rewrite this do i need to change this around a little bit does it sound weird is this the right sound effect do we need to redo the sound effect a little bit I'm maybe we sorry. should fire an actual gun and record it so we know what it sounds like i'm i'm sure they were going to talk to tom king but i think he's still actively dealing with his depression through his comic books Oh, yeah. Is that like, is a problem. We'll is, talk about that this week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, um, uh, by the way, yeah, Tom we'll, King, we'll, get, we'll get back to that. Generally, a really good writer. Been stumbling a little bit lately. Uh, lately. Bit. Yeah. Still love you. Yeah. Work on yourself. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Get right. It, but yeah. may, maybe maybe d- you should t- take some time off. Help these people on the movies. Go over to Jeff Johns and be like, hey, man. Uh, that's not what a gun sounds like can i help you out just a little can i <laughs> can i just make a suggestion <laughs> maybe maybe adjust this a little bit it's not it's pretty far it uh, not it, not only is it not right it's like really far from right <laughs> <laughs> like noticeably far from right yeah but yeah there's just silly stuff i don't know there's, uh, there's inconsistencies throughout the film uh, both in like the character work and how people are portrayed, how they behave, uh, the sound, the animations, uh, the direction, uh, the transitions. Just nothing feels right in this movie. And at, at no point, and, and this is probably a big reason why I don't like it so much, at no point was I able to just 
relax, sit back, and enjoy what I was watching. I just kept getting pulled out of the film because of something stupid or because the scene ended really quickly for no reason and transitioned really poorly or a really awkward camera angle that just like was super noticeable and awkward. You know, I'm not a director. The most direction I do is setting up our little GoPro with the medium (laughs) wide angle lens to like get a decent shot (laughs) for the podcast video. You know, that's about the most I've done. I am in no way, shape, or form a professional director, but even I was noticing these things because they were so jarring that I just couldn't lay back and just enjoy the movie for what it was. We just, I just kept noticing things that looked weird, sounded weird, were portrayed weird, had weird lines that just didn't feel right. I'd, yeah. I just couldn't enjoy it, man. Yeah, even the cool scenes, I would be getting into it and getting hyped about it and be like, oh, that was really cool. And I just, it would just get ruined immediately. And, you know, to the credit of the Justice League movie, to BVS, to Wonder Woman, um, those movies at least had one or two scenes per movie, Man of Steel, where I got goosebumps. And I was like, man, that's something I've wanted to see my whole life, you know, as a comic book fan. Like, yeah, they nailed that scene. They got that one thing right. That was, that was worth seeing, you know. It yeah. made me happy, you know, if I got nothing else and they just <laughs> keep pushing this universe, at least I got that to lean on. Right. It's like those this key movie, scenes. Like, they were almost there, but just not. <laughs> they, would just, <laughs> they would just fuck it up just enough to not give me that goosebump moment. And, like, the, I, think yeah. the, I think the armor scene was one of those for me. Um, the part where they run into the trench dwellers and they're diving deep into the trench. Um, that scene, like I was like almost there and then it just went right into dumb and oh. I let the flares and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, there's fucking lightning crackling everywhere, but that doesn't seem to scare them at all. <laughs> the fucking moon that doesn't seem to scare them, you know, <laughs> but yeah, this little fucking flare scares them real good. Okay. <laughs> the sure, CG tugboat. We had to watch our CG tugboat and the CG stormy ocean and, <laughs> Watch all these CG, kind of cool-looking trench creatures that just weren't doing anything except swirling around them a lot. Yeah. But there were scenes there. There was stuff there that could have been great, but just wasn't. And it, it fell it, so flat with me, and it, it really left me disappointed. It's like it got so close to going all the way with something. And I think that was one thing that I noticed that I was kind of being nice towards this movie about is that... The, they knew what they had, but for some reason they didn't go all the way with it. Like no matter what scene it it was, like either with the near direct rip from Thor with the fucking fight in the arena, uh, to having to like train him or like having like a flashback scene where you're like you're seeing training and blah 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 and never like it it never comes back until like a moment when it shouldn't or it makes you think that it did when it never actually did yeah it was like okay like i i I see what they were trying to do here and they were consistently getting up to where they could have met the mark but falling flat. It was like, yeah. and it's so close. It's like, ah, uh, we, we got to go to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
that is, I think, the biggest thing that makes this movie a fucking mess. Yeah. The, the, it won't fucking stop. Yeah, it won't let itself breathe. And it's two and a half hours long. You should have plenty of time for the movie to breathe in between. Yeah. I wouldn't have even minded if it got a little slow at times. But they just kept pushing through each and everything because they had so much shit that they wanted to shove into this movie for no particularly good reason. For no justifiable reason, in my opinion. Right. I think the only reason I could foresee is maybe Jeff Johns was like, I got to get every single one of these stories in there because they're so cool and I'm probably not going to get another chance. So let's put them all in there. Like, I can kind of, like, see that if that's the case. You know, I'm just assuming. But that's the only reason I can even think about shoving so much shit into this movie just like bvs just like justice league like do we need to shove every single little bullshit detail of aquaman's history into this movie and just completely make it so out of whack and unfocused yeah that's so it was it was pretty disappointing uh so at least for me uh, i don't know (laughs) I, i went in with rock bottom expectations and came out pretty much with what i expected <laughs> unfortunately and i i i didn't like the first two trailers but the third one i actually enjoyed a lot because it did show a lot more of the colorful atlantis world which i wish they would have got more into oh and again yeah. more inconsistencies the justice league movie clearly illustrates that he's been there before he fucking goes there they <laughs> give him the fucking mother box and like yeah here go ahead you know save us <laughs> i guess yeah no problem no fucking giant Trump wall with the fucking aqua cannons, you know, with the fucking, you know, frost bridge. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, totally not the, a frost bridge. Uh, the fucking Bifrost yeah. from Thor. It's, again, <laughs> straight ripping off, like, a, a completely different movie franchise for no discernible reason other than, hey, they were successful. Let's see if we can do it. But shittier. Yeah. Uh, no one will notice. Everybody notice. It's like underwater Thor, right? Yeah. So, like, it's Ugh. just they leaned way too much into the fact that he is basically underwater Thor. Yeah. Way too hard. It's like maybe, maybe we could have spent some time and, you know, taken a real good hard look at what makes Aquaman Aquaman? Like, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, it's like we. Touched on the, oh, he actually can communicate with aquatic life. But we're really not going to get into that until, like, nearly the end of the fucking movie. And even then, they barely get into it. Like, for those unfamiliar with most iterations of Aquaman, generally, he's one of the rare mm, characters that can speak to animals, specifically sea life. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean literally speak to, but he can basically control a lot of their <clears throat> like instincts unless they're an intelligent creature like we see towards the end when he meets the Kraken creature that's basically guarding Atlan. Yeah. Um, and he can have an intelligent conversation with it. Even though Blue Whale, he kind of has like an intuitive conversation with, even though he doesn't literally talk to it. Um, yeah, it, it's mostly usually telepathic yeah it's mostly like instinctual control with the animal and kind of like being able to get its kind of instinctual feelings and send them back and forth right and it's unique to him because of his unique biology having a full human parent and having a full atlantean specifically of royal blood parent that's descended from this magical line of atlan 
Um, and that weird combination somehow gives him unique abilities. Like he's typically stronger than the average Atlantean. He's typically faster than the average Atlantean. He's typically has more, you know, physical resistance than the typical Atlantean. He has the obviously ability to converse to some extent, depending on the iteration with sea life. Um, he has the unique perspectives that aren't biological just from living on the surface world his whole life and not living in the, you know, kind of, um, patriarchal, you know, uh, royal line kinship of Atlantis and the kind of class warfare they have there, you know? Yeah. Which I think would have been cooler to actually expand. Instead, they just kind of dropped the ball and just like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> like uh like, they're there like, yeah hey they're there there's not really a reason but they're there <laughs> right we're, we're going to approach this movie as a way to instead of making the actor portray the character we're going to try to change the character to close more closely resemble the actor so that yeah. way it's just kind of we're we're trying to make him hashtag relatable guys. We're trying real <laughs> fucking hard, but they don't really get into that at all. They kind of like touch on it, which I give them credit for, but then they just kind of drop it. Just like everything else in the movie, they touch it a little bit. They touch a little bit of greatness and then they just drop the ball. Yep. They just let it go. It's like, no, we got to keep forgot you, about it. It's don't, like, uh, the, never mind. We the, got stuff to do. The, the motto of this movie was keep it moving. Uh, and <laughs> the, they do the same thing to Mara, I think, which really sucks. Yeah. Even warm, you know, as o- ocean master, like these are two characters that have a lot of cool abilities that have a lot of, um, uh, unique aspects to them you know mara in her case she she learns this kind of water sorcery you know from her you know parts of her clan specifically female parts of her clan yeah um and then uh norm has these incredible powers he has his father's trident you know uh you see the big tidal wave you know that sweeps over rural massachusetts for no apparent reason yeah Uh, (laughs) seems like a weird place to target initially but okay (laughs) Um, but the, he has a lot of cool abilities that they barely touch on too. They like kind of show it, but then they're like, eh, we don't need to explain it. Everybody eh. knows about these Aquaman characters. Everybody's going to know what's going on. Right. I'm sorry. This isn't a Spider-Man Uncle Ben situation. This isn't yeah, a Bruce no. Wayne <laughs> dead parents situation where we've seen it a hundred times and everybody knows about it. I'm sorry for the normal everyday you know, laymen, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? How, how did, did they use a what? weapon? What how, the, how, what? How does she do that? Where, how come she can do that, but no one else can, you know, <laughs> they're going to, they're going to be curious and they're going to be like, what the fuck? Why? There's, I have no idea what the fuck's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. The, there is so much of this movie that kind of felt like they were assuming that people like the common person would know way more than they actually would like there was a lot of assumptions and you know how they're gonna defend it this was for the fans okay oh god again bullshit again you said that for suicide squad no it was genuinely a bad movie yeah justice league okay you didn't make it for the fans you just made a shitty movie okay right you can't just justify it because we made it for fans no you didn't make it for fans you made it for yourselves to make money 
because you know people wanted to see these characters on screen. Right. And we'll pay big dollars to do it, even if it's complete shit. Not that this is. It's bad. It's not complete shit, but... It's not complete shit. But yeah, it's it's... it's a similar kind of feeling I'm getting from these productions. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I, I think the thing that movies like Justice League needed were for the individual character movies like these to slow the fuck down and let you get to know yeah. these characters as opposed to just taking you along for the ride and like if you haven't you go through this shit at like breakneck speed yeah. and yeah my man my man <laughs> my daddy <laughs> my mama <laughs> my brother <laughs> uh yeah there's just it's just too much and if you're trying if your whole goal is to sustain this universe and build a long-term financial franchise that you can keep printing money with. Maybe don't spit your whole wad in one go. <laughs> you know, we don't need to see every Aquaman storyline shoved into one with no explanation whatsoever and no context just to do it. The idea We don't need to sh- see, yeah. you know, uh allusions to dark side Plus Batman versus Superman, you know, Dark Knight Returns, S stuff. Plus Wonder Woman for no apparent reason. Uh, plus, you know, Doomsday. Like we don't, we don't uh. need all these fucking characters. Lex Luthor and his fucking wannabe Joker performance. Like uh. you don't have to shove all these stupid things into one movie. Just make a focused, coherent, character-focused movie. You know, you don't have to drown everything in CGI. You don't have to spend $400 million on every movie that you make. Like, look at Deadpool. They made a very good, very coherent, very affordable movie. You know, X-Men 2. Yeah, they did. X-Men 2 is pretty widely thought of as a good movie. Didn't cost that fucking much money. They had plenty of CG in it. They have fucking mutants that you have to make CG animations for. Yeah, but they did it all right. (laughs) Yeah, well, part of that movie just takes place in a house. Yeah, yeah. Like you can make a good movie without having a lighthouse. Can you can you rent a boat? You could have filmed half this movie (laughs) (laughs) with like three sets. Uh, Yeah. Can you make a throne room? Can you make a throne room that isn't all CG? (laughs) I mean, that's possible, right? Right. You guys can do that. Very affordable, very effective, but no, we gotta spend three hundred, four hundred million dollars per movie, and hope we get all our money back in China because no one's fucking seen these movies in the United States or in the West anymore. Uh, yeah. So God damn God it. damn it, Char- China, quit fucking watching <laughs> these terrible movies, <laughs> incentivizing them to continue to do terrible shit. God. Transformers, I'm looking at you. Although I've heard Bumblebee isn't terrible, but I'm not gonna see it. I'm just not. I haven't seen a Transformers movie in like three movies now. It's probably for the best. Three or four. I think the last one I saw was Transformers three. I might check out Bumblebee. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't give I, them your money. I, mm. Let them make a new universe. Okay. It, <laughs> don't do it. Okay. Okay. I don't need to. <laughs> do you I just, really want I, to? I I I kind of just want to see this new Bumblebee on the big screen. 
just to see if, you know, uh, it's Bumblebee, but like not like completely like Chevy Camaroed out. It's like, (laughs) it's like, let's make actual Bumblebee and actually give this movie at least some heart as opposed to CGI messes all of the fucking time. Yeah. So um, I think. I think the one thing we need to address for this movie, at least for myself, I know we're harping on a lot of negatives on here, but this is probably the biggest negative for me um, overall, uh, uh, just at least story-wise and performance-wise. It's Black Manta. I, I think Black Manta's entire role is just so forced and just... It's literally out of nowhere. It, it's completely unnecessary to the story. I mean, if you wanted to have fucking pirates invade a fucking, you know, submarine, have the fucking random pirate group invade a submarine. Done. You know? And they do it for, like, a handful of gold. <laughs> like, a little bag of gold. I'm like, that wouldn't that wouldn't buy your fucking little boat there. Right. <laughs> it's like, they kept making it so that Black Manta was, like, oh, like, that. that I don't give a fuck about the money. I just want to kill Aquaman. Yeah. Which... Mind you, might be a little closer to what, you know, comic book-wise, Black Manta has been about in the first place. But that's not what we should be doing with Black Manta. If anything, we need to be grounding him a little bit. Like, of all the characters that needed grounding, Black Manta was the one. Yeah, and he's just... Not only is the writing bad for him, which you can't blame the actor for, but his performance was just really forced and really awkward and r- way too over the top. And yeah. it was almost as if he knew he wasn't relevant. And so he's <laughs> trying to force himself to be relevant. Like, hey, look at me. Uh, like, but right. he didn't matter to the arc at all. And again, there's so many inconsistencies about his character, specifically his weapons. <laughs> And just the way he processes things. Um, but it, the actor's name is uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen. I, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yahya Abdul-Mateen the second. It's what it looks like. Um, but I, I'm sorry, dude. It, I, that was that was one of the worst performances I've probably seen for a lead character in a movie in a long time. I'm only going to blame uh, Mr. Abdul-Mateen for half of that performance the other half as always falls on the director the director's job is supposed to be to get the best performance out of the actors that he has that's true and i i think a a few of the characters really didn't shine very much i think another one was nicole kidman's character atlanta uh, yeah mother of aquaman not not the Uh, not the state it's spelled a little different atlanta (laughs) Uh, but atlanta with two n's Um, yeah i just felt like for the most of the movie she you know unlike willem dafoe who's a big star that didn't that could have phoned it in but absolutely didn't yeah i think atlanta you know nicole kidman's character i think she did kind of phone it in i know she hasn't been in a whole lot the past few years so maybe she's just a little bit out of practice but she just wasn't very good. I, she had like one scene, particularly with the father character, where I was like, okay, that was pretty good. But I actually thought the father kind of 
sold that better than she did. I think like he kind of carried those scenes. I think he um, did too. But yeah, it was just uh, it was just kind of disappointing because you you, know, you think of her as a big star, but she just didn't execute it very well. Meanwhile, uh, Tom Curry, the you know Aquaman's father, uh, his name is uh, Tamara Morrison. I, I apologize, I probably butchered your name, Tamara. Is that right? Uh, Tamara uh, Morrison looks right. Uh, but uh, he did a really great job, and what I was really impressed with is DC didn't do the typical DC thing that I would expect and cast some generic white dude <laughs> as the father of Jason Momoa with this super pale, super blonde, you know, Nicole Kidman as the mother, and just like make you accept it, like, hey, you know, baby came out a little dark. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, why uh, not? It's why just not? A, uh, it, genetics are weird. Elena didn't cheat, <laughs> <laughs> but th- they actually found somebody. In his case, he's from New Zealand. Yeah. He was from a kind of Pacific Island nation. And at least makes sense within the context of the character. Right. Now, I don't know how well they adapted it. Because like, like, to try to make Jason Momoa a little bit more like Nicole Kidman, they like made him dye his hair blonde. <laughs> like yeah. Give him like really bright blonde highlights for no apparent reason. Yeah. Um, that I don't think was really necessary. Maybe it was just his personal look. I don't know. But I don't think it worked very well. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be one thing if they you know had him basically explain it away as though his hair were sun bleached like we were watching fucking uh castaway or some bullshit yeah yeah so i i don't know unfortunately i think nicole kidman was probably one of the weaker performances in most of the her parts in the movie and again that's probably largely on the director largely on the writing but i think she was also kind of phoning it in for the paycheck yeah and uh, she's another character that had big inconsistencies like I was laughing when they were in the weird like dinosaur world. Oh, and she had this yeah. ridiculous like bone suit on that she had apparently been wearing for the past twenty eight years. There's a and movie where that sh- entire concept is ripped from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, if any of you watching have seen uh, the movie How to Train Your Dragon Two, not even the first one, the second one. This is the uh, the hidden mother who's thought to have been dead this whole time, but no, she's just been making it. She's been making it work in this place where she should have died amongst all of these creatures that yeah. seem just deadly. But um, unfortunately, she <laughs> follows up that scene immediately by showing up and this big beautiful flowing nightgown thing at the end of the movie and like 10 minutes ago she was wearing all this fucking ragged armor and she was all filthy and ragged she had like dreadlocks and stuff like and she looked like she'd had to survive on yeah. her own and in then it like looked a like wild she had like place. a complete makeover and just showed up in this beautiful dress and this beautiful crown and her hair perfectly done and makeup full done like Ten minutes ago, you were in this fucking dinosaur world. The and then trench. Fuck- yeah, and then your son rode a fucking monster into a fucking war. <laughs> <laughs> a full-scale war, you know, Lord of the Rings style. And went up to the surface, still fighting in the war, and you just showed up in this flowing, beautiful gown for no fucking reason at all. 
no explanation. <laughs> she just magic. Magically gets these beautiful clothes and shows up in perfect makeup and totally de-aged. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Royal <laughs> Plus, magic. So that's on the director 100%. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they meant for that scene to be at some other point in the movie and they had to... F- change it up a little and they're like well we don't want to do reshoots because we already spent 300 million dollars on this movie so fuck it (laughs) but it's it's one of those things that's inconsistent it's super noticeable pulls you straight out of the movie i I think you and i laughed hysterically the moment we saw her and we're like what what the the fuck fuck? (laughs) (laughs) it's like you were just in armor like a couple minutes ago yeah it was just Uh, this is the problem with making a movie where it, it goes from plot point to plot point to plot point at breakneck speed. Yeah. So it was just, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, for some positives, Jason Momoa was fine. You know, he he wasn't the full man guy the whole movie. He was actually... He, he, he actually kind of t- down to earth a little bit. Yeah, he toned down the, like, his own personal... Yeah. personality yeah. quite a bit. And the guy order- can actually act a bit, which is pretty nice to see, especially yeah. from a lead character, which you kind of have to have. Uh, yeah. I'm like sorry, Ezra Miller, please don't lead your own movie because I don't, I don't think you can carry it. Oh, no. Just being honest. If please you're, don't. If you're playing The Flash, I don't think you can carry it. it just, like, just or being at least star in a different movie where you can actually show that you can act. Yeah. And you would think Will Smith could carry Suicide Squad? Could. Nope. I love Will Smith. But that movie was a train wreck anyway. Couldn't carry it. So it's it's not an indictment, just not right for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, Mara was f- played by Amber Heard. I, I thought she was fine. She didn't impress me. I mean, she was she had some awkward line reads, and I was just, yeah, it's fine. She was the generic, you know, betrothed to be to the enemy type character who's basically a plot device to get the main character going. You know, yeah. kind of a stereotypical role. Um, Willem Dafoe, we talked about him earlier. He did a great job, I thought. Um, Never phones it in. You know, he could have phoned this in completely, but he chose not to. And I really respect him for that because he genuinely, playing Volko, did a great job and actually made the movie very watchable in scenes that I don't think would have been very watchable <laughs> without him. Just especially in like some of the flashback scenes and stuff like that. He did. He oh did, yeah. He did a wonderful job, and I was really impressed with him. Uh, Patrick Wilson played uh, Orm, who is uh, Aquaman's half brother and the King of Atlantis uh, towards the beginning of the movie and onward. Uh, I thought he did an okay job. Just okay. Yeah. You know? He had some of the <coughs> probably the silliest lines. He did in have the, some. Yeah. In, in I the don't entire think movie. it's his fault. I think it, it's just the direction it, and the the writing, which is also done by the director. Yeah. <laughs> it, like his delivery. Uh, if it wasn't for his delivery, I think that movie, like, if not for him, I probably would have given this movie a thumbs down. Yeah. Like this guy. You could tell that uh, as an actor when he was saying these lines that he had enough presence of mind to act as though he was the character completely believing what he was saying. Yeah, even if what nice. he was saying was kind of ridiculous. Right. It was <laughs> and like, contradictory. Yeah, it was like he, he, he turned in decent work here. Unfortunately, the script did him no favors. Yeah. Um, 
Dolph Lundgren, I think, was probably the biggest wasted character in this movie. Oh. I thought Dolph Lundgren actually played King Neris, uh really, really well, who is Mera's father and the king of uh, the kind of side tribe uh, that's usually at odds with Atlantis proper. They're you know classically in the comics they're kind of always at war, whereas this movie just kind of ignores that and says, "Oh, we're allies because we need more people." Um, yeah, the the setup for the two of them working together is kind of paper thin. Yeah, it it doesn't work very well. It's just another one of those beat points that they shoved into the movie that didn't need to be there. Um, but I feel like if they were going to use uh, King Nearest, they probably should have put more Dolph in there because I think he was actually a genuinely well-played character. Uh, I don't know about the hair dye that they kind of gave him. Kind of. Kind of looked bad. Yeah, it's kind of a shitty hair dye. Uh, I, I mean, they clearly didn't cover everything. I know they were going for like his hair is turning gray, but they should have just gone full gray. Yeah, it they would have really worked a lot better. Yeah, yeah, it just looked like a bad dye job. It's like kind of sh- like Mara's hair. <laughs> just looked kind of like a bad dye job. You know. Yeah, like uh, uh, Amber Heard and Dolph Lundgren. Apparently, they they went for like crayon red yeah it just <laughs> didn't work very well yeah and i get it you're trying to be like more comic accurate but they the comics overdo things on purpose because they have to sell based on the vivid you know colored pictures the vivid you know right artistic portrayals not the real life you know, believability of the characters designs you know right um but i thought dolph actually did really great line reads throughout the movie uh and played his role very well with what again using what limited tools he was given and what limited time he was given i thought he outshone patrick wilson's orm a lot of times um oh yeah and stood kind of toe-to-toe with willem dafoe in the scenes where they were all together um we already talked about yaya abdul mateen the second playing manta i just thought he was easily the worst performance in the movie for me uh tamara uh morrison who played tom curry arthur's dad again i thought he did a really good job i was really impressed with him one of the best in the movie guy i'd never heard of never seen before but just he he really rocked the role and i was really impressed and i hope we see him more in uh future projects hopefully outside of this universe (laughs) hopefully (laughs) uh i mean those are pretty much the big ones i guess michael beach who played uh uh, black man his father i thought he did a fine job i, I, I thought considering again, what he was given again he was given really awkward scenes and really awkward lines that i don't think worked um but i thought he pra- played it as well as he possibly could have unlike you know yaya who i don't think did very well um just personally again not an indictment of any of these actors and actresses just some had really strong roles and it it made the bad ones really apparent. And I think the father son dynamic was really apparent because the father was doing well and and the son was not. Um, I thought Nicole Kidman's scenes really looked bad, especially next to her, you know, earth, you know, surface husband, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Because this is all one world, Emery. (laughs) The sea and the land, (laughs) all one earth. It's all one world. It's uh, almost like this is a message for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, that's my verdict of the cast. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Uh, we had Graham McTavish as uh, King Atlan for a brief scene. He didn't really do much. 
Uh, yeah, like one scene where he actually spoke. The rest was just him in armor, yeah, like sitting. He, <laughs> like his job was to help propel the plot because you know the plot needs a propeller. Um, <laughs> Graham McTavish. He was kind of the Marlon Brando of this movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's yeah. like Marlon Brando as Jor El. That's basically what Graham McTavish did as yeah. King Atlan. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> like you oh. probably got paid a lot. Didn't really do much. Yeah, it was like was fine. <laughs> it was like he 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 showed up. Good on you. <laughs> if you want to, like, if you want to hear good quality Graham McTavish, watch Netflix's Castlevania. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. He, th- my favorite Dracula to date. Yeah, if we ever get our uh, game podcast going, we should talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do a v- review of it proper because it, it's really good. Check it, it out it, if you have any interest in Castlevania. It's really short series, Netflix. The first season's like a total of like three hours maybe uh six episodes each like 26 minutes or something uh actually it was four episodes so even even short two hours yeah you're not gonna Uh, the second season's longer which it needed to be and i'm glad they did a longer season the second time around yeah but still just as great probably better i think the second season's probably better yeah Uh, honestly you should just watch it all as one full season because like it's it's 12 episodes so far it it deserves your watch so, um, I guess to wrap things up, the greater implications for the DCU. I uh, hope you like getting wet. <laughs> Jason Momoa is still good. Uh, he, he's well, in the classic costume. Basically, everybody in the Aquaman world is still alive. Yeah. Mom, neither mom nor dad died, like typically happens in the comics. So, yeah. they're both around for reasons. Uh, ha! Black, suck it, Batman and Superman. Black Manta <laughs> is working with uh, a TV pundit who uh, gets made fun of for thinking Atlantis is real, even though we clearly saw <laughs> <laughs> like everybody knows it's real because they fucking sent a tidal wave with all the warships and garbage to every city on the planet. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty easy indicator there. <laughs> yeah. Um, It'd be real dumb if they were still making fun of him after that. And like, we right. see all these fun- you know that Aquaman exists, and you're still like, oh no, that's bullshit. This <laughs> is like Atlantis, you know, dude. Cl- come on, he's literally <laughs> taking selfies with guys at the bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know it's real. Yeah, that that that's a real dude. Trident, <laughs> Quintent. Quint. Uh, it's although, a. Qu- it's although a qu- he gets a tri- trident now. Yeah, so. a proper he, trident. He switched. Yeah. I, I kind of need to look at the trailers again to see if they switched out the trident and the quintent for that end scene where he comes out of the waterfall oh does he have the quintent in his hand when they when we see that scene uh i wonder I, if they I switched think, it out i'm gonna I, find out right yeah now. i think it's a i think it's the trident it could totally be the the quintent but mm-hmm. you know well, the picture has the trident i don't remember if the scene had it or not i thought it had the quintent maybe not uh but yeah so Really, the greater implications are the characters we knew existed still exist and no one died, so they can still do stuff, I I guess. We know that the Trench people are there. We know that all the different clans are still around, although their context is completely ruined. <laughs> like, yeah. any depth they could have had is now kind of screwed up. Uh, I guess the one guy they killed is the king of that one fish group. Yeah. Uh, 
but that then we saw it was for like, like twelve seconds. But right, whatever. That, <laughs> that mattered for a hot second, and no, then the they're like, "Oh, yeah, so he's dead." That means yeah, it little, goes to you, the little uh, Princess Zora girl, right from uh, Legend of Zelda. God, <laughs> she's in charge now, I guess. That, that's what I thought of the entire fucking time. It's the Zora girl, but like. In the little chair that the little miniature alien from Men in Black had. Oh, God. That's, that's basically <laughs> what she is. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that's what it is. Uh, that's what it is now. But um, I will give the movie this. Uh, visually, there's a lot of cool things to see. Like we talked about the first interactions with the trench group. That was pretty cool to see. Um yeah, that's all I can give it. <laughs> I mean, there was cool scenes. Him in full armor coming out of the waterfall was cool, even though the context was really dumb. Um, I did thought I, I thought it was cute how they kind of had the father going out to the end of the dock every day, waiting for Atlanta and all these things. And I thought the bar scene was kind of fun, you know, and enjoyable. That was um, fun. Also, every time you say Atlanta, I keep hearing Atlanta, 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 Georgia. <laughs> I should have hired like uh, a bunch of Atlanta rappers to make the songs instead of fucking Pitbull. <laughs> put Kanye West on there instead. Oh, A-town. no. A-Town. <laughs> Anything but that, please. It was bad enough we put Greta Van fucking Fleet on here. See, I wouldn't have minded Greta Van Fleet, but they used it in the context that was directly ripped from Thor Ragnarok. So I was just like, okay, uh, it's very clear what you're doing here. Right. <laughs> you just don't want to get called out of it, so you're just kind of smudging it up a little bit. It's like when you copy someone's homework but change a few words <laughs> so you don't get in trouble. That's, make, bas- that's basically what happened in this movie. Like, Make it less obvious, please. Yeah. So I think there's a lot to criticize, unfortunately, in this movie. Um, there were there were some nice beats, there were some nice moments, but I I felt like instead of expounding on those and really like riding those to success, they just kind of dropped the ball on each of them. Uh, there were some good performances. There were also some really bad performances. There were some mediocre performances. Like it's this this movie's just a mess. It's all over the place. I don't know what to think. I I I don't want this universe to continue. I think it's going to benefit from being released just before Christmas cuz you know it, everybody yeah. who has a family that doesn't stay home all day on Christmas, you know, specifically people that don't celebrate Christmas, you know, right. are going to go see this movie and it's going to get a bunch of money for that. Um but Merry I'd, Christmas. I'd recommend you see something else personally. I don't know if there's much else worth seeing right now, but I'd see something else. Yeah. yeah. Wait wait for it to come out on video, watch it on Netflix or something. Yeah. Or the DC Universe app. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> More on that this week. Yeah. But uh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, really, this doesn't have any big implications to the greater DC Universe because they didn't explain anything. Right. I mean, the only thing we know that Black Man is apparently going to keep going after Aquaman, which we already fucking knew. But that's about it. Here's one thing that I've learned. And I think for some reason I keep having to learn it just because DC won't learn it. Slow down. Yeah. My fucking God. <laughs> I mean, you can 
say that just about about just about any movie in this franchise, you know, this universe. It's just they push too much shit into it. And these movies don't have to be two and a half hours long, you know. They this really don't. This is an Infinity War where they literally spent ten years building up to it and building, <laughs> le- you know, storylines for each of these characters and fleshing out the whole universe that they had to put all into one movie. No, this is some bullshit that we just shove into every movie, and you know, and just expect fans to deal with it, you know, because we can, I guess. I don't know. I was very disappointed. You know, we already we already gave our verdicts. He gave it a meh. I gave it a thumbs down. Yeah. Um, just uh, very I, very underwhelming and very disappointing. Even with my rock bottom expectations, you know, that third trailer kind of gave me a little hope, and they kind of dropped the ball on me. Um, there was a lot of things they could have built on, a lot of good things that they could have pushed into, and kind of made this movie great. But they just kind of fell flat on just about every single one of those points. Uh, I, and I'd say like the first 10 or 15 minutes of this movie are the best parts. Once you've seen that and you've seen like a few of the key shots, <laughs> not the scenes, but the shots. Yeah. You've pretty much seen what you needed to see. Pretty much. Like uh, everything that's important in this movie uh, shows up for like at least a second in the trailer. So I hope Shazam's good. Just because the trailer looks so good and got me so full of hope <laughs> that I will get a true Shazam movie, which would be awesome. Uh, oh, if only. But I, I, this movie just, uh, just it hurts. <laughs> As a fanboy, it just hurts me. And please, my fellow DC fanboys, don't defend this movie. If you know it's bad, if you genuinely are like on the fence about this, it's probably bad. You know it's probably bad. You don't have to defend it. There's there's no competition here. Yeah. The comp- Marvel ran away with the competition in the movie universe a long fucking time ago. We haven't even had something to point at <laughs> since <laughs> The Dark Knight. Like, we're fucked, okay? It, it, Until yeah. they restart. It's like the Bengals. We keep, <laughs> we, we keep hiring Marvin Lewis. He's been with us for 16 seasons. We're about to have another ro- losing year. Of course, uh, we're 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 obviously not making the playoffs. So again, not having any playoffs w- playoff wins. The only coach that's tenured more than Marvin Lewis as a head coach for a sp- one specific team is Bill Belichick, who has gone to seven Super Bowls, won five of them, and has a shit ton of playoff wins. En route to that, right? Marvin Lewis. Went to the wild card round six times, won zero of them Ooh. in 16 years. That's not good. <laughs> but DC's going to follow the Marvin Lewis, Mike Brown protocol. You just stay Let, consistent. Let's keep rolling the dice. See what happens. Hire, oh. hire some actual writers. Don't let the director write the entire script. Don't let some random TV producer write the entire script. <laughs> Jeff Johns, you you know, use him to verify stuff. You know, borrow some of his storylines if you want. But he he's so busy; he doesn't he's obviously not <laughs> proofreading this stuff. I don't think. Uh, nope. I hope not, because nope. I I like to trust in Jeff Johns even when he's not trying to murder Nightwing. Uh, <laughs> he has written some great storylines. Uh, leave Nightwing alone. 
<laughs> um, but it's just it's very disappointing. Uh, and as a fan, I feel like these properties deserve more respect. And I feel like they're only doing damage to these franchises, and they're only adding to superhero fatigue as they do this. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know what else I can say. I'm just I'm disappointed. I'm personally hurt. <laughs> That's how I feel. Uh, uh, this is how I feel about this movie. While it was meh, I, I'm there, still surprised a, you thought it was meh and actually ranked it number one. I'm that, genuinely that, surprised. That, <laughs> that's only because all of the other movies hurt me worse. <laughs> I guess you don't have the same investment in Aquaman as I do. Yeah, I, no. I, Emery knows this privately. I fucking love Aquaman. All right. <laughs> He's and a great character on paper. Basically, anybody who isn't the 90s hook arm <coughs> king royal douchebag Aquaman, which I fucking hated. Um, and unfortunately, it was the one that Bruce Tim used in his Justice League show. Yep. Um, I really love the Arthur Curry grew up on the surface, you know, Aquaman, the traditional Aquaman you know, I think jo- Jason Momoa is fine in it, but I think he would have been better casted as a totally different character, specifically Lobo, which we keep joking about. Because he looks like Lobo. He acts like Lobo. He should be Lobo. And he get- literally thought he was going to be Lobo when they called him. But I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just disappointing as a fan, you know, to have this company who clearly doesn't know what they're doing to have a vice grip on this franchise, on this universe, and it's just squeezing every fucking dime out of it. And not not only d- squeezing every dime out of it, but not doing it efficiently. Just like shoveling cash at these fucking people. <laughs> you know, and getting you know smaller and smaller returns on their investment. And just not changing course, not shifting course whatsoever. Just kind of sticking with it because it's making us money still. China will pay tickets. Yep, China likes it. <laughs> it's very disappointing. So I think that's the end of my verdict. Uh, are there any big moments we missed or didn't touch on anything? Or do you think we got it all? Um, I really don't think there's much else worth mentioning in this movie. And... <laughs> For a movie that's two and a half fucking hours long, I can't believe it was that long. You you would think that there was something else that would stand out a little bit, but nah, no. this movie's kind of a blur. Yep, uh, and I, it's surprising because this is Aquaman and not the fucking Flash. Yeah, I, I I'll, oh. I'll give you this little gripe that I had that I thought could have made the movie visually better. You know, besides the whole CG problem that all these movies have. Oh, oh, I, I will say this. Uh, Octopus playing the drums. <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. I, I, I forgot about that. I, would, I blocked that out of my mind. I actually would have taken more of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. No, none of these fucking people can talk to these animals, but apparently this fucking octopus can be <laughs> trained to play the fucking drums underwater. Look, so stupid. Come on. Between that and, and that's um, another problem. This this movie didn't know whether it was being serious or being stupid funny. 
It would try to be serious, but it just wasn't working because the rest of the movie was fucking stupid and funny. The, the idea, the, the like, tone for that is was, just the, fucked. The, the, the <laughs> tone this. was like, let's, you know, be serious or stupid whenever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> like, Marvel well, has a problem with forcing jokes, especially in their recent movies, but generally the whole vibe of the movie stays that same general vibe. It's consistent. This movie right. goes from dire serious to, like, Oh, look at our fucking octopus playing the drums in the arena. Okay. You know what it looked like? It looked like Enchantress. Enchantress did that whole fucking movie. Enchantress just standing there getting it. Just like, ooh, I'm casting magic. What the vampire queen or whatever that movie was <laughs> that one i'd always see at blockbuster that no one ever rented <laughs> uh, yeah th- this is the movie that uh yes it was both stupid and serious and in some cases just seriously stupid uh it, sometimes it was rad when it had the crab-like kraken creature coming out of the out of the bottom yeah, of ha- the depths. It had, it had all the tools it needed. It had all the pieces there. They just fucked them up. Yep. It just, it, it didn't, it, it didn't have the goosebumps moment. Yeah. There, there was no moment where it just seems like, oh, yeah. it, it just, it, 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 I was waiting for it. And there were so many opportunities, but it never fucking came. Yeah. For me, like I, I, I thought when they showed Orm in his full outfit, I know you had problems with the CG chin strap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a chin strap. <laughs> Why can't we just make a fucking chin strap? Because we have CG budget. <laughs> <laughs> and Aquaman's full armored outfit, like the whole entire movie up until the very end, he was wearing these like khakis and boa scarf for no reason like you couldn't change into more appropriate clothes for underwater i feel like when you're rocketing through the ocean with your flatulence you know (laughs) you'd you'd probably lose that shit right probably tear apart you know right just from like the drag of like going through the fucking ocean suit or something that'll at least adhere better to your body and isn't just loose and flowing and always drenched and wet no the the But I, 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 he dressed like he should have been Lobo. Yeah, I, I, he did. <laughs> I wish they would have had him in the Aquaman, you know, the proper Aquaman armor, the you know King Atlan armor way earlier. I wish they would have had Orm, especially during like the whole Coliseum scene. Yeah, I wish he would have been in his full Ocean Master outfit instead of some generic like bullshit armor they picked out of their garbage bin and <laughs> that, that that the random garbage bin gladiator they, room they had. They both were wearing fucking garbage bin armor. Yeah, they had for their the little fucking like the fight scene that should have been like really fucking like huge. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna do some like four Ragnarok shit. Yeah. Where you? I like how they also had the devil's anus, but and this time we called it Poseidon's pucker. I believe you called it. All credit to Emery there. 
<laughs> we were trying to come up with a good name for it. The big blue Poseidon's pucker. <laughs> they had the whole devil's anus escape scene right yeah. after the whole Coliseum scene. Yeah, then they had to go right straight into it. Straight ripped, dude. Oh, they, 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 they ripped oh. everything straight from that movie. They even had a Star Wars scene where they're locked, oh. they're locking on and they're little underwater TIE fighters. You know, we, we have to make the camera spin around, but yeah. focus on this thing. We had like the Kylo Ren slash Darth Vader chasing them in his little TIE fighter. Pew, 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 locking pew. on, locking on. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. It was oh, I'm not going to shoot them because my girlfriend is in there. Now, there's a difference between <laughs> having an homage to something you like and just straight ripping a bunch of shit. They had a whole like they had a Temple of Doom scene from you know the oh. Indiana Jones movie where they're in the fucking plane with the weird guy, and you, you know in Indiana Jones the guy bails and leaves them in the plane alone. In this movie, the guy doesn't bail; they fucking bail. <laughs> right, leave the pilot alone, like. Just stupid it's stuff. Like, they don't have a basic understanding of scientific facts. Like they're talking about oh. how all of this <laughs> shit was created before the Sahara Desert was a desert. I'm like, you realize that's like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of years ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Greece was around like <laughs> a few thousand years ago. Yeah, and all the shit that supposedly happened was a few thousand years ago. Yeah, Atlantis not is a not million that years fucking ago. old, guys. Uh, it has to be more than a million. Right. Yeah. I like, mean, it's uh, like <laughs> if we're following the the whole Pangea thing. Yeah. The Sahara Desert has been a desert for as long as land has been land. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, what the I fuck? There's some grasslands about 200,000 years ago, 300,000 years ago, because my whole anthropology major from the past and all that stuff. Yeah. But I know the whole fucking desert was a grassland, and it definitely wasn't a fucking ocean, okay? <laughs> These are basic science facts, okay? You don't go to the middle of the fucking Sahara oh. Desert to find the fucking ocean from a thousand years ago. They literally said a thousand years ago. Greece <laughs> was not the Greece of ancient Greek mythology a thousand years ago. No. It was medieval Europe, you fucks. Yeah, <laughs> what fucking, the fuck? Oh, Oh my god, it's it, so stupid. This whole movie's so stupid. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> this review's over. Thumbs down, two thumbs down. The more I think about it, the more I hate it. Just, <laughs> just like every movie nowadays. Oh, I'm done. This is just, I'm done. Uh, done. Shazam, th- don't suck. Please don't suck. <laughs> Please don't suck. You're, Final words. You and the Joker movie are my last hope. Yep. It, it's all I got left. Yep. Please don't suck. Please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could watch Titans on the DC Universe app. Fuck off. (laughs) Having a kid with fucking Dove. No one gives a fuck about Dove. (laughs) Dick Grayson never gave a fuck about Dove. Why should I? (laughs) Fuck Batman. God. Oh, we're going to watch that. Yep. Oh, boy, we're going to watch that. Yep, we're going to watch it. I don't want (laughs) to. We're going to watch it, though. Yep, we are. All right, folks. uh, Thank you for sticking with us through this review. If you have anything you want to add or mention, uh, be sure to hit us up on YouTube, on Twitter at HTB Vids, on Facebook at forward slash hit the books. You can send us an email at hit the books vids. Uh, V-I-D-S at gmail.com <clears throat> if you want to submit a question or something for the next episode of the podcast. Um, we do check it like once a week, so if I miss your email, sorry, we'll probably put it on the next week. Yeah. Um, uh, if you enjoy what you hear and you like what you see, 
maybe consider helping us out on Patreon. It helps us to keep these things coming consistently. You know, it takes us a lot of time and a lot of money and investment to do this. It's, you know, a passion of ours. It's a hobby of ours, but it does cost us a lot of time and money. And it'd be nice if we could at least, you know, keep things going a little bit longer. Um, right. Uh, and every, you know, every little bit helps. So if you feel generous enough to contribute and you enjoy our content enough, we'd be really grateful. If not, feel free to enjoy the show anyway. Uh, maybe consider giving us a nice rating on uh, Stitcher or iTunes or on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Give us a thumbs up, maybe subscribe, any of that stuff to help get more potential fans out there uh, into the show. We apologize again. Uh, this is our second show, I think, since we've come back officially. Uh, we took a pretty big hiatus because we had to change venues and all the stuff, and we had to f- finagle with some software that we were trying out. And It just took us a, a little bit of time to get everything going for the second season. We thought it was going to be like a month or two. It ended up being like most of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> since March or April, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh, somewhere maybe, around Maybe there. June. I don't know. Um, but it's been a while, and we apologize. But uh, we're back. Our weekly show will be back. Uh, all our reviews will be here, incoming for this past year, and obviously the reviews that are incoming. Uh, Shazam! Please don't be bad. Yes, be good. But please be good. Please be good. Um, I think I covered everything. Yeah, just about. All right. On behalf of Bob, Emery, and myself, I want to thank you for watching. We will see you on the next review. Hit the books. My man. (laughs) We could pee on it. (laughs) We should have peed on it. (laughs) I should have been Lobo. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Yep.